0: Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's go to the guest. I got to give him a nice sound intro. Number one, he represented South Florida nine five four some people may have seven eight six but let's let's keep it real we know it as a nine five four uh rookie on the denver broncos one of the best rookies in the national football league recently named afc defensive player of the week in week 12 first round selection in the 2021 draft out of the university of alabama he won a national champion he won a national championship in 2020 sec defensive player of the year unanimous all-american you can find him on twitter at Pat Sertan II on Twitter. One of the best up-and-coming corners in the National Football League. And Like I said, starting for the Denver Broncos, Pat Sertan Jr. How you doing?
1: What's going on, man? Um, appreciate you ha- for having me on the show, man.
0: Man, Can't listen, wait. it's always an honor. Anytime we get a chance to get some South Florida blood on the show, man, we got to. We got to. And Pat is not on the show, but I don't know if you saw the rankings from 247 that came out some months ago. They ranked the best corners ever. Yeah. Right. I, see, I
1: seen that list. Yeah. Uh-huh. You saw the list? Yeah, I seen it.
0: Now, um, me personally, I feel some type of way because, <laughs> I and I told Pat P this when we saw the list we talked about on that show. I'm like, okay, man, Sir Tam been a dog. I remember him coming out of American Heritage. Pat, I knew you was a dog. You know, I watched your high school career, but why they got me? I was what? Ninth. So they had you eighth. They had Pat P sixth. Number one, that shows you what type of talent we got in Broward County. Think about that. We got three corners on the. On All the from Broward. All from Broward, all from yeah. Broward. So they tell you what type of talent we have in Broward. But I just felt some type of way. They had me, you know, I mean, definitely you prolific, Pat P prolific, but dang, they had me all the way at nine. I felt some type of way, but no, no it, was a, it was an honor being able to see your name on them and Pat P as well. And I'm like, man, I know your father, been on your father for a long, long time. I'm like, man, we got to get Junior on the show. We got to get Junior on the show. We finally got you on the show. So thank you for joining us.
1: Yeah, man. Um, oh. I've been watching y'all shows um every now and then. I'll be uh, peeping into it. Um, uh, you know, y'all got a great thing going on. So, you know, I'm glad to be a part of it right now.
0: I uh, appreciate it, appreciate it. Let's start to the beginning. Of course, you know, if you've been living under a rock, Pat Sertan, he's a junior and senior played in the league as well, had an outstanding career for the Chiefs, uh, for the Miami Dolphins, along with Sam Madison. These guys used to have handcuffs on wide receivers uh, back in their day. Uh, But he retired when you were eight. Do you have any memories of your father playing in National Football League? Yeah, um, I think the
1: earliest of memories was, of course, him playing for the Dolphins, but I was a little bit younger. When he played for the Chiefs, that's when I was like six, seven, eight years old. So those are some of my fondest memories. Um, Yeah, I remember, One game, I actually went on the field for the coin toss. Um, That was a pretty dope experience. Yeah, it was against the Saints. You know, I uh, met some of the players, interacted with some of them. I was like, because I looked at them, of course, like when you're that small, you look at them as giants. (laughs) So I was a little shy, a little soft spoken towards them, but man, it was an unbelievable, unbelievable experience.
0: Yeah. And right now your father's doing a tremendous job with the youth down in South Florida. He's the head coach for American Heritage High School, one of the best high schools, not just in South Florida, but in the state, also in the nation. And you played for your father. So what was the best and worst part about playing for your dad at American Heritage?
1: Uh, the best part is, um, you know, just going out down the field with him, um, knowing that he's going to um, coach you to the footest. Um you know, he's going to get the best out of his players. Um, So it was great for him being my coach. You know, I just learned a lot of things from him, you Mm -hmm. know, on the field, you know, from him uh, passing down some of his knowledge towards us, um, some of my teammates towards the game. Um, You know, those is probably, like, one of my best memories I can remember. So, you know, those are great experiences with him. Um, The worst thing is Mm – you know, he's a he used to get on me now. It wasn't no um, it wasn't no sweet love just because he's my dad. You know, it was yeah. all tough love, but you know, he always wanted to see the best of me, um, see me strive to be better, uh, strive to be uh, a perfectionist in my mm-hmm. craft, whatsoever. So, you know, it was a blessing in disguise at the same time.
0: Yeah, and you guys had a lot of success uh down there during your high school tenure. For for individuals that are listening to us and watching us on YouTube, talk about the talent that you were surrounded by at American Heritage. Your high school, I felt like your senior year, your secondary might have been one of the best secondaries I've ever seen assembled on a high school field at the same time. Can you give, can you list the guys that went D1, right? Your senior Mm year and the guys that went D1, what school they went to, and also the guys that got drafted in this previous NFL draft for our listeners and our viewers that might not know.
1: Yeah, so senior year, shoot, we had about at least 10 plus D1. Um, <laughs> yeah, D1 kids. So it was like, it was me. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyson Campbell went to That's Georgia. the other
0: corner. Yeah. The other corner. corner. corner.
1: Yeah. Um, we had Nestor uh, Severa. Uh, defensive tackle went to Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew Chatfield, defensive end, went to Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelvin Hart, linebacker. Miles Jones. Um, he went to Nebraska. Then um, unless UCF, um, Anthony Schwartz Speedster,
0: to Auburn. Auburn,
1: yeah. Um, let me see who else. You had another yeah, DB we
0: had go. A, another DB go right. Had, yeah, Dylan UCF. Lester.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, um, that's the DB. Yeah, UCF. Um, yeah, man, it was just a crazy year. Kevin Hart, NC State. Yeah, yeah, it was just that's just your crazy senior year,
0: year. Right? senior year. So how many? How many from that senior class just got drafted? Um, two, me and, um, me, Tyson, and Anthony. And you're forgetting one. Shorts, right? He just got dressed to the Browns, right?
1: Yeah, me, Tyson, Anthony, Schwartz. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah.
0: okay, so it's three. Yeah. Wow.
1: So- And including my junior year with Marco. Uh, oh, Marco Slayton. Wilson? Yeah, Marco Wilson.
0: Um so All y'all was in the secondary together your junior year? Yeah. That's unfair. Wait a minute. <laughs> So your junior year, what was your secondary your junior year?
1: So it's me, Marco as the corners. Mm-hmm. Then we had Will Allen, Will Allen's son in the nickel. Okay. Then we had Michael Hicks at safety. And who else we had? I forgot who was the other safety. Am I tripping?
0: Man, yes. I think you're forgetting another <laughs> name too. I, I'm forgetting, I'm missing somebody. Yeah, I think you're missing somebody. Because I, I, that that two-year run, yeah. man, y'all had so many kids, man, that went on to play big-time college football. And, of course, you got quite a few guys that's in the NFL. American Heritage right now, how many guys you got to have in the NFL, including yourself?
1: Shoot. Shit, from the draft class alone, we had, like, six, um, seven dudes get drafted. So including Sony, Isaiah, Brian Burns. Brian Burns. Yeah. So probably, like, 10. Wow. 10, 9.
0: And that's yeah. in a matter of the, <laughs> the last three three drafts. That, that's yeah. that's the thing. Man. Hey, man. And Pops got it rolling down there, don't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. You <laughs> know, it's, he got it it's, rolling.
1: It's still building. We're going to have a couple dudes come out in this year, uh, draft class.
0: Yeah. Probably y'all so. I got, so. got some receivers down there. Ennis, you know what I mean? He, the, uh-huh. just, 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 he just decommitted from Oklahoma. Uh, Santana, he played at my part. Yeah, Santana. At park. Yeah. Got a running back that can go. What's the running back name down there? That, uh, the running back that um, played Mark, this year, Mark Fletcher. Yeah, he can go. Yeah, yeah, and you got Big Marvin time. Jones Jr. Yeah, you got Earl Little. Earl Little Jr. got Yeah, <laughs> you gotta get them boys to Florida State, man. Stop playing. Man. Marvin Jones Jr. Oh, yeah. God, definitely got to come to Florida. State. He definitely. Yeah, you know he got he got he got ties, so you know that's. Yeah, you know, I'll let him slide with that, but you know. Yeah, yeah, the man. Listen, man, I, I like filling our listeners and our viewers in about what's going on in South Florida, man. Some of the best football, high school football, you'll see, and that's why you see so many South Florida natives playing on Sundays and, close, and of course Saturdays because that's what we do down there in the nine five four. Uh, talking about college and signing day, I mean, many people thought you were definitely tied to LSU. Your father has Louisiana ties. Uh, what convinced you to attend to uh, attend Alabama?
1: You know, I just felt like it was it was right. You know, when I went to Alabama, of course I had official visits, a couple of visits, but you know, what's built inside that program is something special. Um, yeah. Of course, I had LSU mm-hmm. um, you know, in my uh, radar as well too. It was really them two going into my last decision. Yeah. But, you know, just Alabama standed out um, just by the resources they have, the program, you know, all that's within it. You know, you just ain't going to get another experience like that, going and competing with top-level guys, five-star guys, of course, with the GOAT, uh, Nick Saban. Um, So, you know, day in and day out, you know, you're just going to look to get better and be the best version of yourself.
0: Yeah. And last year, me and Pat P had Nick Saban on the, on the show, right? Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, we had Nick Saban on the show. He kind of let his guard down a little bit. He was rocking with us a little bit. Uh, but you were there with Nick Saban for three years, you know, his pride in joining the secondary. Do you have any funny stories with Nick Saban involved?
1: Yeah, man. Um, you know, Saban, um, he'll get on you now. So um, mm-hmm. I could remember, I think my freshman, sophomore year fall camp. You know, fall camp, it'd be hot uh grueling out there you know you competing against the offense good on good you tired dead tired and sometimes when you tired sometimes you're mental be a little off because you're thinking no about man how I'm gonna get through this practice how I'm gonna get through this and sometimes and we you know we had an install like every day so mm-hmm. I was in the I was in the nickel and um you know I was supposed to have flat responsibility yeah but the thing was like I ain't I ain't here to play so so I'm thinking like, cause majority of the time in our defense, everything ends up in man. Mm-hmm. So you know, I was going through the field, going through the motions, and next thing you know, <laughs> my dude who I was covering, I was in the slot. Mm-hmm. He went up the field. I carried him up the field vertically. But yeah, I think it was safety to over top. Yeah, I think it was man. Yeah. Um, and I did that. Next thing you know, I evaded my area, quarterback threw it to the flat. Yeah. Um Next thing I you know, I was like, cause I already knew I messed up. Cause <laughs> obviously like I seen the corner up. I knew somebody was supposed to be there. So obviously, you know, I thought it was, I think it was me. Yeah. So next thing you know, I see him throw his big straw hat on the ground. <laughs> um, he Came walking with a fast pace towards me, started yelling at me, getting on me. Man, I was like, man, listen here. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, coach. It's hot out here now. No <laughs> question. Sometimes, hey, that, sometimes I will be forgetting.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, was that yeah, your he, freshman he got, year? Uh, I think it was sophomore mm-hmm. year. That's sophomore. Oh, so you was already made man then. You was already established. Cause freshman
1: year, freshman year, you know, um, I was just playing corner. You know, mm-hmm. corner adapting to the cornerback position sometimes easier than other positions. Cause yeah, because you just you know, wide. got. Yeah. So, um, sophomore year, they moved me around a little bit. Yeah, uh, had me learning different and new positions in the nickel size. So kind of new to it, um, but yeah, man, that was one of the memories uh, I'll never forget.
0: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And Saban, of course, you know, he has special ties to secondary guys. That's like his his his, his uh, uh bread right there, you know, being in the secondary. So I'm pretty sure he used to monitor you guys a lot more than some of the other defenders on the defense. Yeah. And during your time there in at, at, at Alabama, I mean, when you look at the wide receivers, man, you had a chance of going against Devontae Smith, Daly, Jalen Waddle, Rugs. Uh who were who was the, the most difficult to cover? Man, I ain't gonna lie. I get this
1: question as all the time, but it's like because when you look at them, they so dynamic, but they all got their unique traits. Like um Smitty, he's smooth route runner, mm-hmm. um, great at the catch point. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's fast as well, too. That's what people don't know. Um, he's fast and um he's an all-around great receiver. Then you got rugs, speedster deep threat, Mm -hmm. uh, great hands, Um, you know, with a ball in his hands, he could take it to the house at any time. But then you got Waddle, quick, um, elusive, all that, shifty, um, ball in his hands, taking it to the crib, deep threat, all that, Judy, route runner, um, sharp, um, quick, all that, so when, when I look at it the most, it's like all of them got their unique traits, so it's like, pick your poison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause you gotta, you gotta figure out like, okay, I'm going against just against this dude. You gotta figure yeah. out a weakness. Like, what makes him get in his head a little bit? But, you know, those dudes, man, they was very special. And I can tell you this, you know, going to the practice, I'm like, man, I gotta get better today. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I go against them, because in the game you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna see none like that in a game. So, you know, going against those guys, it's just helping me as a player.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can imagine a one on one. Drills, man, and one-on-one opportunities. Boy, I used to be full fledged. not to mention, you got a chance to you were there when uh when, when Judy was there as well. Yeah, all yeah. four of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. all four. It wasn't no easy out. <laughs> One-on-ones, boy. You got to make sure you got your, your yeah. cleats tape uh tight, uh stringed up the right way, boy. Because you jump out there not ready,
1: you know. will jump out um, your back. Then it was me, Trayvon Diggs, mm-hmm. Xavier McKinney, Jared Maiden, Shaheem Carter. All in that secondary, so it was like going out there competing with those dudes, it was like, man, man, it was like man. a game like situation, you feel me? So, man, it
0: was yeah, dope. And, and yeah, we had Xavier on this show too some months ago, and he's been balling, he had like five interceptions right now. So, man, listen, yeah. I can tell you this much right now, just throwing this out here, Pat. All the current guys that we've had on the show, they've been balling, especially guys in yeah. the secondary. We had Derwin James on, I mean, all the guys we've had on the show, uh, been doing numbers. Did we Darius Slay? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, Darius Slay is a big time fan of your press technique. We had him on the show last week and he just mentioned you. Uh, No, I think he put it on social media also. Talked about how. Yeah, uh, i seen it. Yeah. He loves your game, bro. He loves your game. I think that's a big time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But seeing it from a guy like Slay talking about a young guy like yourself, how does that make you feel when you see other guys that play the same position that you play, that are older and definitely successful noticing some of the things you've been doing?
1: Yeah, that's um, pretty dope to see, you know, seeing those veteran guys um, look at you, look how you play, you know, just, you know, admire you or just tell you're doing good things. You know, that's just like a experience for me. That just boosts your confidence because when they see you out there doing big things, making plays, you know, you getting respect from the veteran guys that you've seen on in the NFL daily making plays since you was younger. So, you know, I, I think that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And talked about you mentioned your former teammate at Alabama, now current Cowboys corner Trayvon Diggs. I mean, he's leading the NFL with nine interceptions this season. Uh, how many do you think he'll finish with? Shoot.
1: No telling. I think he could finish. A team's going to keep on throwing at him. He could finish with at least 14, 13.
0: Yo, I mean, You know, 14 shoot. is the record. He'll play. 14. Oh, yeah? yeah. Dick Knight train lane. Hall of Famer for the Detroit Lions, the only corner that ever won number 81 in the NFL. He holds the record for 14 in 1952. But get this, that season he only played 12 games. So he has the record. But if 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 Trayvon can get 14, they gotta they gotta back up the bank truck right now. We got five games left and including the playoffs. So it's like yes, yeah, yeah. Well, not, I, mean, I don't think playoffs don't count, though, right? No, no, no. They don't, they don't count. Yeah, yeah. yeah, regular season. But he definitely, like you said, they keep throwing at his way. And I felt like when he came out for the draft, when I watched all the corners, I felt like his ball skills were so elite. Of course, he yeah. did play wide receiver, but you know how it is playing the cornerback sometimes. Sometimes you let you let a few books go. You know what I mean? Trayvon yeah. is not letting no pick go. He's going to bring come down with everything uh, that touches his hand. And because of that, he currently has nine interceptions.
1: Man. Yeah, he's just... um. Yeah, he just be around the ball every yeah. play. And he is not only like he's just making players on ball. It's like he's reading. He's like jumping routes, um, you know, disguising well, you know, just making big time players for their team. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And and when you look at your current secondary, a guy who <clears throat> I love as a player, and I think he kind of gets overlooked sometimes, is Justin Simmons. Uh, mm-hmm. He's I think he's one of the more underrated defensive players in the league right now. But why people consistently sleep on him, you think?
1: I don't know, man. I I think he's a top safety in his leader for sure. I mean, day in and day out, he's consistent. Um, he flies around, make plays. Um, a leader back there. I just know I got like a like a trust back there with him, because you know, yeah. if I'm out of position or something, or like I feel like I'm be, I know he's gonna be be there to the save day or something. Like he's just filled to feel with it, um, smart, consistent. I don't know why, but I think. I know he's he got he was the highest paid safety at one point, mm-hmm. so um, I just think he just deserves he deserved all that. Um, just seeing him in practice day in and day out, I just think consistently, I think he's a top safety in this league.
0: Yeah, I mean you got two great safeties, uh, Justin and Kareem. Another yeah. Alabama alum, you know what I mean? So yeah. y'all secondary nice boy. Y'all got Kyle Fuller, Ronald Darby, man. Y'all got some y'all got some guys in that secondary, and you guys been balling as well. So. Uh, hats off to uh what you guys have been doing in the secondary man. Not need to create a new no-fly zone. Remember they had that back when a uh, Akib yeah. was there, Chris Harris in the game. So uh, you got to come up with a nickname for the guys.
1: Yeah, we've been uh we've been talking about it. they said um we ain't gonna steal their moto, still they swag. So um, you know, we just gotta come up with our new with a new one. Uh we ain't yeah. come up with one yet, so probably soon we will.
0: Okay. Okay. And let's get a little technical. I love being able to uh, inform and educate our listeners and viewers on certain things that defenders do. Uh, Tell us about your first interception. And that happened on what Trevor Lawrence, right? Yeah. Your first interception, which was Trevor Lawrence. Take us through that play. What was the coverage? What was the route? How you, uh, how were you able to get in front of it to come down with your first career interception?
1: Yeah. So basically we was in cover nine, um, was up. What's, what's your cover nine? It's like a three-deep zone cover okay. three match. Gotcha. So um yeah, we was in uh cover nine. So um there was we was up by decent margin. So I knew you know they had to get to the end zone. So mm-hmm. you know, I was playing for like 10 yards off, whatever. Um receiver, uh, he just ran a straight go route. Um yeah. reading to him, I knew it was gonna be a go route, but um I ain't man turn. I zone-turned zone-turned. Yep. The zone turned. Zone turned. Yeah. That was only. Eyes. You
0: only had one threat to your side, or you had two?
1: Um, I believe it was one. He was okay. out wide. Yeah. Wide split, on on the numbers or outside the numbers whatsoever. But um, he was. Yeah, he just ran straight. Go. He he sailed inside a little bit and stemmed back out. Mm-hmm. So I zone turned it, read the quarterback's eyes, and then you know once the ball in the air, we need those the 50-50 no balls. Yeah. And uh, you know I just made a play on the ball.
0: And see, that's the thing about zone turning. When you zone turning, you instantly find the ball easier than man turning. Yeah. Yeah. I think you- I
1: just think it's much easier because when you man turn, I feel like even though the even though you're in good position mm-hmm. and the ball is in air, sometimes it'd be hard to like turn back and look for the ball because receiver could get a step on you. Yeah. But I feel like when you zone turn, you look at the ball, you could track it better.
0: Yeah, you can track it better and you have your peripherals allowing you to see where the wide receiver is is as well. Uh, so, Dude. so that's that's good sound t- uh, technical knowledge right there coming from Pat Sertan Jr. But what about your first pick six on Justin Herbert?
1: Yeah, man, um, it just had to be those days. Uh, yeah, got a pick in the end zone. Then the drive after that, um, you know, we was in quarters to my side. Um, mm-hmm. Cover four, running back, cover four. Yeah, yep. Running back was at one. Um, he sort of went under, so I made an under call. Yeah, um, but the nickel ain't see it. So he was carrying his man through with number, he was carrying number two through, because I'll cover for a different, you know. Um, my responsibility is to take one, but if you go under, I can make an under call whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so I made we an under call. We used to call, used to to call it China, it to be like a China for us. China, yeah, yep, we yep. called it China. Um, so I made a China call and luckily, you know, he dropped it. So, you know, them tips and overthrows, we need those. Oh, them the best uh, <laughs> ones, right? <laughs> yeah, the easy ones, them gifts. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I drove on it, made a play on the ball. Then they
0: said, "No, I took it to the crib." No question. Did you? So, all the interceptions you you've you've received so far this year, you've earned. You you've kept all the footballs. Oh yeah, I kept them. Yeah. Okay. Make sure you keep all them. Get them painted too with the the game. The, you know, and I don't know if you. I know in Pittsburgh we had a guy who used to paint our footballs for us. You know, whatever yeah. happened in that play, if it was a sack for us, plumble, you, you, they painted nice for you. So make sure you, because I know you're probably gonna get another. In your career, you probably get another 40, 40 or 50 of them. So you're going mm. you to need a lot of room for all the footballs you're going to come in with. I might need a whole case. <laughs> no <Don't laughs> doubt. <Don't laughs> doubt. And speaking yeah. of interceptions, I was watching the game last night in the studio, and I said, uh, you know, this could be a nice game right here. Get a chance to see a young fella go against some, some guys out there, right? Yeah. And lo and behold, the football always tend to find the guy who he's supposed to find. The football finds the person it's supposed to find. You came down with a big time interception last night and get this before the game, man. Pat Mahomes, one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. I don't know if you heard what he said about you. You heard what he said about you? I heard some of it. Yeah, he was very, very complimentary of your work uh, so far this season. He said "Uh, uh, when he, I, I, this was of you last week. What's, what was it like to pick him off on Sunday night football? Of course, we going not get to that. But Mahomes quote on Sertan II. First off, he's physical. I mean, he has a lot of talent. He could possibly, uh, you know, do anything he wants to do. He's tall. He's fast. He's big. He's physical. And then you can tell his dad was a player as well. You tell those guys that they're smart. They understand the game. Even for a rookie, he has a veteran mindset. He understands what they're trying to do on defense. He's someone you definitely have to know where he's at every single play. He's getting better and better each and every week. Man, hearing that come from a guy like Pat Mahomes, who's well-respected, you know, how does that make you feel?
1: I mean, it's a great feeling. Um, Hearing that from him, uh, top quarterback in his league, future Hall of Famer, um, you know, that's a great feeling knowing that he has that amount of respect for you uh, in your craft and in your work, so you know it's it's always good to get credit um from those type of guys
0: and the interception last night take us through that play what were you in what were they trying to do offensively against you guys
1: so yeah we was in we was basically a man we're not a cover 9 like but it's like a man match so i pressed mm-hmm. it um against Tyreek Hill he ran a slant uh he had me beat a little bit inside but um so i, I ran through um to track his hip and they seen no Tip pass. Tips and overthrows. Um, tips and overthrows. Need them. <laughs> so, um, came down with the pick. Um, I feel like it was a big time playing the game. Uh, we needed it. So,
0: yeah. And yeah, un- man. So, the unique thing about that, you know, you get a chance to see Pat Mahomes twice a year. So, you'll be seeing him for yeah. twice a year for the least next decade or so. Because, uh, yeah. you know, you're not going anywhere anytime soon. And he's not either. So, I love. I basically, I guess you say you got one up on him already. You, your first time playing against you already p- picked them all. So, that's dope. Yeah, I got one up. <laughs> yeah, he got one up on him. Yeah. Uh, how was it losing a Hall of Fame player like Von Miller?
1: Oh, it was tough, man. Um, losing a guy like that,
0: um, a leader like that, that's been
1: around the organization for many of years. Um, you know, when you lose a key guy like that, you got to, like, settle down and, you know, just find new leaders within the locker room, and, you know, just build upon it. Um, you know, Von, he, tremendous player, tremendous individual all around, but... um. You know, we just had to learn how to adapt and move on from what happened. You know, we just focus on uh, weeks ahead, game plan in the head without them. So I just think pretty, so far we've done a pretty good job of that.
0: Yeah, you guys have, I mean, everyone has really upped up their play defensively. And because of that, you know, you guys have done some real good things. And, you know, you didn't win last night against the Chiefs, but clearly you made it a ball game, you know what I mean? And, and their defense yeah. just made a few more plays than your defense, but I love what I'm seeing collectively from the entire unit defensively. Uh last question for you before we transition to the superlative part of our show. Michael Parson is balling out. I mean, right now he's a favorite uh to win defensive rookie of the year. But currently, you know, you had the second best odds, so you're right behind Michael Parsons. What can you do over the final few weeks of the season to make a strong case to win rookie defensive player of the year?
1: Um, you know, made more plays. Uh when the ball's thrown my way, I got capitalize on it, make plays on the ball more. Um, you know, Michael, he, he's having a tremendous year
0: yeah.
1: breaking records left and right. Um, you know, he, so he's doing a great job, but um, I feel like you got to make more plays. Um, that's when it's all said and done because, you know, I feel like people, you know, it's for a corner because, you know, mm-hmm. when you are on one side of the field, sometimes it'd be like games where quarterbacks don't throw you away and you don't get the flashy plays and all that. But um, you just got to, uh,
0: capitalize on the
1: plays that's, you know, thrown to you. You just got to make plays on it. So I just feel like more of those, you know, will help a lot.
0: No question. And I think the more plays you make, the closer you guys can get to a playoff. You know what I mean? What yeah. do you need to do collectively as a team to be able to make a, a nice playoff run, push to get into the playoffs before it's all said and done?
1: Yeah, um, you know, we got five more games left, but you know, these last couple of games are key games because it's all division opponents. Um, Minus these two coming up, but um, mm-hmm. the rest of the way is division division opponents. So um, these key marquee matchups, you know, we need to focus on that, and, you know, just focus on winning out these big games. So I think, you know, we, we got a special team. Uh, we got the chance to do it. So, you know, it's all about the work that we put in day in and day out.
0: Okay, no question, no question. Now, Pat, we're gonna get you out of here in just a second. But before we do, I'm gonna hit you with a lights. It's like a little two minute situation, right? They need mm-hmm. a touchdown to win. They gonna go up tempo. I mean, they gonna call put you in a lot of we what you call it match nine, cover nine, cover four. And you know you're yeah. a rookie, so we're gonna come at you a little bit. So let's see how you handle pressure. So I want your honest, unbiased answer for these questions right here. First question for you which one of your former Alabama quarterbacks, Tua, Jalen, or Mac, would you enjoy intercepting the most and why? Oh
1: um, um, I'll probably say Mac. Why is that? Um, the thing with Mac is he's so competitive uh-huh. on the field, <laughs> and like when he get his one up, you know he gonna he gonna talk trash. So oh, Mac Mac Jones is yeah, a trash Mac,
0: talker.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, people don't people don't know that though. Yeah, he's I, just ultra. Yeah, he's just ultra competitive. But um, yeah, probably Mac because he's so like he's so into the game. Um, you know he's he's just he just take command of the offense. And I just feel like picking off him would be sound some, some dope.
0: Okay. Well, let's keep it with the quarterback. Start, sit, cut. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Start, sit, cut. Tua, Mac, Jalen Hurts. Who you starting, who you sitting, who you cutting? It's crazy. Crazy it thing is, they all came from one of those positions.
1: So they all yep. go through, they come up. I don't mm-hmm. even know,
0: man. It's like Start You gonna to put that, that. you're gonna put that pressure on me, man. <laughs> I it's two minutes. You know it's two minutes, you know, hey, it's late in the fourth quarter. Uh, and this uh, is the uh, hot game, too. This is one of them September games, you know, you ain't really in football shape all the way yet. Yeah. They coming at the young fella, they gonna hit you with a double move. They ain't throw the ball your way. Now they bring it back in the number one wide receiver. The, 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 the backup just ran you off on a double move. You know how that feels. Now you come back to the line yeah. of scrimmage, you can't hold, now you got the fresh guy in. Yeah. <laughs> start sit cut. Which route you going? Uh, I mean, so
1: right now, yeah, I'll probably start Mac because he's having yeah. a good season right now. Yes, he is. Probably better than both of those. Um, You know, he's leading the team to some winning. so. Number uh, one Mac, in the AFC he, right now. Yeah, so Mac doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot, this,
0: I, I don't know. I, I, I want to cut, I want to cut one of them. Yeah. You feel me? Okay. Well, you gave me a starter. You gave yeah, me a starter. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Next question for you. This is another tough one. Current Alabama defensive backs in the national football league right now, assemble that secondary only of Alabama players. So I'll give you, Five. You got we in sub package, right? So we're in our nickel. So you got three corners and two safeties. If you want to have three safeties and two corners, three, who three. Who would be who would make the at all Alabama NFL secondary right now of current players?
1: Oh uh, you know I put me in there.
0: Uh-huh. That's fair. Yep. Yeah, gotcha. That's one. Diggs. That's two. Uh
1: Marlon Humphrey.
0: That's three.
1: But you know who else been? Uh Anthony Everett. He's been balling too. Yep, he's with
0: the Ravens. So you putting yeah. Averett in there or are you just, you mentioned his name? I'm mentioning it, um, Okay, just for now. Um, you so know you gotta get got Marlon's props. Marlon went Pro
1: Bowls, so you gotta give him his props. Um,
0: who, who that? Marlon, you, Marlin. and Diggs,
1: yep. Yeah, Then I'll probably put hmm, Xavier McKenney safety. Okay, now you got one more. Um, another safety.
0: I know a name you're missing, Landon Collins. You get throw Landon in there, but it's another name you're missing too. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Y'all got some. Oh, B- oh, Eddie Jack, AJ, Eddie man, Jack, You can, You can throw, but there's still another man. There's
1: another. There's Hold another, another tra- name. I
0: know him. I, I forgot. Uh, y'all got some DBs, boy. Ooh. Mika, Mika. Yeah. Wait a minute. <clears throat> Let me ask you this question: Are y'all? <laughs> is having a new DBU right now? I'm saying the way he's looking. It man. seems like when you see a DB made plays, you know,
1: it's Bama left and
0: right. Oh, so you just, and we were just, you just threw out names. I, I forgot about Eddie Jackson, who from Fort Lauderdale. Eddie Jackson yeah. with to BA, from, I'm not thinking with the boy Anderson. I'm not remembering. B, yeah, BA. BA, then you just threw out Landon Collins with the Bama mm-hmm. as, man. Listeners, viewers, help, help us with this one. Is Alabama the new DBU? I know Pat P is always talking about LSU, you know. I'm gonna talk I'm gonna talk Florida State, but boy, y'all got some boys right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got some boys. Next question for you. Favorite spot to go out to eat. and when you are in South Florida, your home, where you like to go out to eat at?
1: Go out to eat? Yeah. Uh Prime 112? I got you. Yeah. That's that's always um, a go to. Little, you know, little pricey, but you know, yeah. food always going to treat you well. <laughs> you're first
0: you're first running now. You can afford it now. You okay. Yeah, <laughs> you okay? You I'm, gonna okay. To, I'm gonna have to hit hit that in the off season. No questions. No questions. <laughs> yeah. No question. Especially especially you coming off a of Pro Bowl year as a rookie. yo. Yeah. 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 I just threw that out there to you, didn't I? <laughs> Go ahead and catch it. Yeah, yeah. Pro yeah. Bowl as a rookie. Come on, nah. No question. All right. Next question for you. You just picked off Money Pat Mahomes last night. You picked off Herbert. You picked off Trevor Lawrence. What quarterback do you want to pick off next? Um and this schedule coming up. I want to pick up
1: like all the division team quarterback. So Derek Carr.
0: Derek Carr. I didn't yeah. pick up
1: Derek Carr yet.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause you got the other two guys already. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so probably Derek yeah. Carr. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: That's why I like that. Last question for you. Prediction time. I know you are still a fan of Alabama football, watching them religiously. They got Cincinnati coming up in the cotton bowl. Prediction for that ball game, Alabama versus Cincinnati in the Cotton Bowl.
1: Um, Cincinnati, they got a good team this year. I give them prize, but they ain't got enough foul power. They ain't, got, foul they ain't got it, They ain't got enough. I like Man. Alabama winning by at least two or three scores. Damn.
0: Yeah, I can see that happening. A hey, question for you. I know you haven't really played against Jameis, Jameis and Williams, but how fast is he? Man. I actually played against him
1: uh, last year. In the uh, national championship, yeah, because he was at Ohio State. Yeah, but he really yeah, didn't play that much, right? He played uh, a good amount of snaps in that game. Um, you know they got him alive and uh, Garrett Wilson.
0: Garrett Wilson,
1: those were the three. Um, but yeah, he's fast.
0: Boy, it looked like he was fast. Sliding. Yeah,
1: yeah, man. When, he, talking hit, about when he, hit, he hit that, uh, when he hit that, head. when he hit that extra gear, it's over with. <laughs>
0: like he floating. Boy, yeah. it looked like he floating. Boy, man, yeah. y'all, so, dang, is Bama wide receiver you too? Is that? You know, you can name, I can name a couple people
1: now. Well, y'all already know, y'all already know, Um, <laughs> y'all already know the receivers that came out and the receivers that's currently, you know, yeah. doing their thing. So, you know, I'm going to settle that to the fans and the viewers and the listeners. So, you know, but if you want to look at dominance over the past few years, I think we got to uh, resume.
0: So I mean I I, <laughs> I I I can try to argue that, but it wouldn't be wise to argue that because when it comes to uh as of the last few years, wide receivers, yeah, every year you, and and James and Jameson gonna be a first rounder. And then when Mechie is up, he's gonna yeah. be a first rounder as well. So yeah. you, you guys doing a great job recruiting wide receivers, man. But Past Sertan Jr. Man, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Uh here, all things covered. Uh, one of the best up-and-coming corners in the National Football League. Uh, let's get him in the Pro Bowl. Let's Bronco fans, y'all know what y'all got to do. I appreciate let's this, that. Let's get hey, this man, man in the Pro Bowl, it. man. Let's stop <laughs> yeah. playing around. He just got, he just picked off money, Pat Mahomes. He's gonna get Derek Carr before it's all said and done. And Herbert and and Pat Mahomes if he ain't careful, he might get you twice. So you know what I mean. Let's get this young man in the, in, in the Pro Bowl, man, so he can go down to Prime One Twelve and really celebrate the right way. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Hey man, (laughs) best of luck to you the rest of the way. Stay healthy, and man, keep getting them tips and overthrows. Yep, appreciate you being a dog. Thank you for having me. All right.
1: On May twenty third. I want to go back to normal.
0: What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves, demons, and now what? A baby antichrist? <laughs> okay, okay. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For
1: the end.
0: I have visions of
1: hell. Make it stop, make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil, the final season. Streaming May 23rd, only on Paramount Plus.